What's up, everybody? It's Aaron doing an off-the-cuff, on my own. A little bit of a frustrating mood tonight. Uh, just dealing with other people and nonsense and, you know, who whose fault are things and what did you do and what did I do. And it's all just, it's all the same bullshit that you always deal with with other people and when there's a lot of things that need to be uncovered and they just won't come out and, you know, doesn't matter. Anyways, wanted to just kind of do one of these because I haven't for a while on my own. Haven't done too many overall for a while. Um, hopefully you've listened to the Blade Runner one by now with Rob and I kind of rambling on incessantly about the new movie, about the old movie, about a bunch of other things. I've seen some stuff lately that kind of wanted to talk about. Watched a lot lately, actually, more than I have for a while. And, you know, just wanted to, you know, give some thoughts out there. And I know a couple people out there appreciate my thoughts and opinions. And um, if nothing else, I try to be entertaining, even if I'm on my own. So, the first thing that I want to talk about is Altered Carbon. Um, The best way to describe Altered Carbon is Blade Runner meets William Gibson (laughs) with like 50 other things involved. And it's a crazy thing and... Out of ten episodes, there's like two that are really good. And it's disappointing because it looks great. You know, there's a couple elements to it that are fantastic. But it's really poor writing. I'm curious to see how the book would be. I definitely want to read the book. Um, but the Netflix series is lacking. It's ultra-violent, but it's not interesting. You know, for me, it's always about, ooh, ooh moments, you know, like that. And... There's just none of that, really, throughout the whole thing. There's a couple, but in ten episodes, I only ooed a few times. The ultra-violence is cartoonish. It's boring. It's not well thought out for the most part. There's a lot of nudity in it, too, which for some people, like Jay Zippo, are going to be like, Oh, great, great, great. It's the same kind of thing. It's really not that exciting. Um, You know, there's a rationale where with violence and nudity, especially in a show... You know, you get, you know, you get used to it. And so, you know, it it ends up not being impactful in that way, and that's on purpose. I don't care. I don't like it. I don't like the, I just don't like the show. It stars Joel Kinnaman, um, excellent actor, loved basically everything he does. Eh, you know. Didn't really look engaged to me. Had nothing to work with. Again, it was an awful, awful story. Awful writing. Um, But it just didn't work. And it's a little disappointing. You know, definitely a little disappointing. Uh, More than a little disappointing. I watched it all the way through because I tend to have to do that. Um, I think if you are a fan of William Gibson or Blade Runner or anything like that, I do think in the end you'll do the same as me. I would expect that most people are going to have the same kind of meh as me too. Um, 
But I'm curious on that, and I would love to hear what people have to say, what you think, you know, what's going on. Um, after that, so we revisited some movies recently that, uh, you know, recently just kind of watched some things that I haven't watched for a while, things that I own or things I've seen 20 times. Um, I watched Nicholas Winding Refn's Drive. I watched both Sicario and Hell or High Water. Um, a couple other things just like that. Just, just things that I know, but things that I, I love. And, uh, you can't go wrong with, to me, with any of those movies. Um, Drive is the one that might be the most divisive, I think, for some people. And I'm not even really sure why. I, I think Refn, you know, as a director, and I've talked about this at length. Dustin's kind of talked about this at length with me when we watched The Neon Demon way back when. You know, he's got an interesting style. He's got a fascinating style. You know, violence definitely turns him on in a certain way. But he's not the best writer. And that's shown through, um, you know, that's definitely shown through some things. I, you know, Drive to me is probably his magnum opus, so far anyways. I would say certainly in his... English career in his United States career. You know, he did the Pusher films and other stuff back in his native home. Uh, to me, Drive just works. It's one of Ryan Gosling's great performances. You know, it's something about him that's a little weird and some, something that bothers me sometimes, but there's a certain type that he just plays really well, and this is a great part for him. It's slightly ruined by the fact that Oscar Isaac is in it in a supporting role because I just can't stand him. Um, you know, but even he does a decent job, and he dies, and, it, you know, he's not in it for very long. Um, you know, so I just can't can't talk enough about Drive in a good way. Um, just so good, such quality, um, great soundtrack, Kavinsky, and, you know, and all other kinds of stuff. Um, you know, and it's just... It just, it's just a good film, and I just encourage everybody to, uh, I just encourage everybody to take a look at it. I think it just really makes a lot of sense. And, I think it's, it's an important movie, because I think it changes, I don't know, I just feel like it changed a lot of things, or gave people a new kind of push. You know, I, I shudder to say anything like a Tarantino kind of thing. Um, but he definitely has a sort of Tarantino aspect to him, especially in the way that he, I think, is fascinated with movie making. Uh, so just definitely recommend that. You know, Sicario and Hell or High Water, both written by Taylor Sheridan, who to me is the best kind of newer writer on the scene in Hollywood. And he's not a young guy, and he's 46, 47, something like that. Um, but he just kind of has really taken everything by storm in regards to, um, you know, just what he's doing with script writing. I actually bought Sicario and Hell or High Water, uh, both pretty cheap on Amazon, and I just wanted both of them. It just made sense. Um, so I did that. Um, both just great movies to me. They were the best movies of 2016 and 17 or 15, 16, whatever it is. To me, they were the best movies of those two years back to back. 
Um, he actually just did another one that he also directed called Wind River with Jeremy Renner. And he's a hunting and gaming official. And he works with a uh, Native American, uh, some Native American people and an FBI agent, a rookie FBI agent, uh, to solve a murder on the reservation. Very, very, very interesting. Very good. A little bit of a different movie. He directed this as well. Uh, so, definitely has a, a little bit of a different feel to it. It's, uh, it's kind of a, just kind of, kind of goes along, you know, it's kind of very unassuming. A lot of his writing's unassuming in the sense that he, he writes very simple to focus on character. Um, but this one even a little bit more so, and some people thought it plotted along. I completely disagree with that. It's definitely a paced movie, but then the revelations of what happened to facilitate the murder of the girl, what happens to lead up to it, I was blown away. I mean, literally blown. I was just like, what? what? Just kind of came out of nowhere. Pretty cool stuff. Definitely recommend all that stuff. In regards to everything else, um, also watched Sabotage with Arnold Schwarzenegger. This is from 2014, so a couple years old. Okay, and this is about him as a DEA agent, kind of like a team leader of, like, really, really crazy cats. Like, really crazy people who are, like, drug addicts and adrenaline junkies, but they're like DEA agents. It's never really intimated as to who all these people are, what their backgrounds are, but it doesn't matter. Um, very, very interesting movie. Uh, directed by David Ayer, who wrote Training Day, which I think is very, very overrated. Wrote End of Watch, which was pretty cool. Uh, actually really good. Um, Street Kings with Keanu Reeves, which is goofy but really fun. Uh, Harsh Times with Christian Bale, which is okay. You know, he's doing another stupid accent, but such as it is. Um, and to me, I don't know, it's just a really good movie. It's um, it's one of Arnold's best, I think. Uh, 100%. I think it's... There's just something about it. it, it the storytelling's great. Um... You know, it really just kind of, it just kind of works, you know. And it's a, it's a little bit of a different character for him in the sense that it's, you know, he's not playing so much just a 100% kind of invincible kind of guy. He's, you know, there's things going on with his family and, you know, the way he takes things very personal. And there's just a lot of stuff like that that just really, really works for it. Uh, it's just, it's just impressive. I remember seeing it originally, I think it was on Netflix. I probably watched it four or five times. I mean, just, there's just so much about it that's just good. It's just a good, good movie. The violence is crazy, you know, it's got Morelli Eros in it, or Eros in it, um, Sam Worthington, uh, you know, Harold Pernier from, you know, like Oz fame, stuff like that. Really good cast, really cool stuff. Uh, really, really recommend that one. One that kind of fell under the radar. Didn't get really great reviews at all. I don't get that. I don't know. But such as it is. Um, so saw that. Watched that. Really, really enjoyed that. 
uh, and owned that as well now too. That was also cheap on Amazon. I said, what the heck? I went and got it. Um, so going back to Sicario, uh, going back to Blade Runner, which Rob and I just did not too long ago and just got uploaded. Uh, going back to Denny Vino, uh, the director, watched a couple other movies that he's done in the past five or six years. Two movies, Prisoners and then Enemy. Uh, Prisoners is with Hugh Jackman and with Jake Gyllenhaal. And I stayed away from this one for a long time. The biggest reason is because I can't stand Hugh Jackman, and I typically don't like Jake Gyllenhaal either. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal bothers me because, well, his face bothers me sometimes. But he also bothers me because I admire a lot of the choices that he makes in regards to, to movies. He takes risks, he does weird stuff, he does, you know, off-the-cuff stuff. And, you know, I can't stand Donnie Darko. I hate it. I despise that movie. I think it's awful. And he just seems kind of weird to me, you know, like a Nightcrawler, you know, which is a great movie that he's in. I'm like, you know what? I bet that's who he is. I just kind of see that. And so it's just kind of, you know, weird. So I held off on that, but, you know, I know my dad had mentioned Prisoners was great, and because I'm just such a fan of the director's work, I said, all right, what the heck? So I watched it last night, and I got to tell you, it was unbelievable. It was fantastic. Um, if you don't know, it's a story, uh, Terrence Howard's in it, um, Viola Davis is in it, uh, Maria Bello's in it, so pretty well-known cast. Melissa Leo is in it, Paul Dano's in it, um, and obviously Jackman and, and Gyllenhaal. So, Terrence Howard also too. So Terrence Howard and... Hugh Jackman, their daughters get kidnapped. It's on Thanksgiving, their two families are hanging out, the girls run outside, they get kidnapped. Paul Dano plays the main suspect. He's a slow boy. You know, he's like 30 years old, but he has the mentality of a 10-year-old. But he's the best suspect. He gets let go. Hugh Jackman takes things into his own hands. Takes him to this old place. He's a carpenter, stuff like that. Starts torturing him. And then, of course, the investigation is still going on. It's a crazy, crazy movie. Um, it's just incredibly... It's just incredibly, incredibly interesting. Um, some of the violence is shocking. Some of it is just, it, again, it's just crazy. You know, um, I just... I, I just, I was so surprised by it and so happy with it. And they both did a really good job. Uh, Jill and Hall, especially, did a really, really good job. Jackman did too, though. Um, I can't help but still see Wolverine in a lot of what he does. But it was still a good, you know, it was still a good, good piece. Um, I was just, yeah, I was just very, very surprised. And... It was just good. It was just good overall. Um, the other one that I watched then is called Enemy. And again, with uh, Denis Vino and uh, Jake Gyllenhaal as the main character. And in this one, it's a very Hitchcockian kind of story where he's a college professor. This weird kind of little life, kind of a loner. It's very bizarre. 
just kind of a, you know, kind of person you see on the bus every day. You ride the same bus with them for two, three years. They might smile at you once or twice, and the rest of the time they're just in a book or they're looking out the window, and you can't really figure them out. And so one day he watches this movie that he's not that interested in, but then he kind of like dreams about it, and he realizes that he thinks he sees himself, and he does. He sees himself in this movie, in this little bit part. And then he realizes, he does some research, starts obsessing over it, and he realizes that this is another person, this is an actor. And so he kind of starts obsessing over this guy, and then they ultimately meet, and then it's kind of how their lives are sort of crossing, and he kind of regrets it at one point, and then he doesn't. And then all this other crazy stuff, and there's imagery of giant spiders and all this stuff. It's very bizarre. Things just kind of slowly meld together, and you don't really know what's going on at the end, and you're not really supposed to. Very, 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 very interesting. Um, so I watched two movies back-to-back with Jake Gyllenhaal that were actually really good, um, and I really, really enjoyed both of them, and I... Can't even believe I'm saying that, but uh, it is what it is. And, and, you know, this is something that's kind of struck me recently. And it's a, it's a question that I've been wondering about a lot, just in general. And it's about, what do you like from an artist? Actor, painter, director, musician, you know? What do you like from someone that you can't stand, in general? You know, uh, crazy, crazy examples. Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, I love him. Sherlock Holmes, all that stuff, right? He also did, like, some vampire stories. So maybe you love the vampire stories, but you're just not, you just don't like, you don't get Sherlock Holmes. But you like something that he did, or Agatha Christie. You know, you don't like all the, all the goofy stories, you say, but Murder on the Orient Express just speaks to you, you know? Um, so this really got me thinking. It got me thinking a while back, boy, was it a month ago now, maybe? Rob had on, it was like a Friday night, we're both just kind of home, just hanging out. And Rob had on Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas with Johnny Depp and Benicio Del Toro. Now, I've never seen the movie, and I hadn't seen the movie because I don't like Johnny Depp. Um, can't stand Johnny Depp. But, he's like, oh, you've never seen this? Oh, man, okay, we gotta, you know, da 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 So, he restarts it. <laughs> and we start watching it. So, I sit through it. I sit through the whole thing. I watch it. There's a couple funny lines. Um, I don't care for it. I just don't care for it. It is what it is. It's not, you know, it's a matter of opinion. Whatever else you can think. I don't care for it. Rob loves it. Rob thinks it's one of the best movies he's ever seen. He's watched it over and over again. He's a big fan of, you know, the writer of Burroughs. Um, I'm not familiar with any of his work. I would definitely be interested in reading some of his stuff, but it just, just doesn't work for me. And a lot of it really is Johnny Depp. I can't stand him. I just don't think he's, I, I just, I think he's one of the most overrated actors of all time. Now again, He's done things that I've watched that I've liked. He's done things where I said, wow, he was actually really good. 
Um, but that really just got me thinking because a lot of it is opinion. You know, Rob loves that movie. I don't rate it one bit. Uh, yeah, and I like Benicio quite a bit. All right, and I appreciated some of the imagery and stuff like that. I just don't like it. Didn't think it was good. I thought it was horrible. Rob loves it. Matters of opinion, and doesn't mean a thing in the end. As long as you can back it up and be intelligent about it, who cares? So, I am thinking on this now a lot. Like, who do I like? Or don't like, really. It's who do I don't like? Who don't I like that I still do like a movie? Or I still do like something that they've done? And it really is kind of an interesting thought. So, like, Johnny Depp's a good example. Well, a natural one for me would be Public Enemies. Because, you know, Gangster Story with John Dillinger, cool stuff, stuff I dig. But also Michael Mann is the director. Favorite director of all time. And Public Enemies is a good movie. Not a great movie. It's not one of Michael Mann's best. It's good, you know. And Johnny Depp's good in it. As Dillinger, he's a D, you know, he's good. The one that I always really come back to with him is Blow. I think he's very good in Blow. I think Blow is is a is a is a solid film, and I think he's really good in it. Um, you know, so there's things like that where you look at it and you go, "Gee, hmm." Yeah, I, I just think it's an interesting thought. You know, things like Secret Window and The Ninth Gate that I know certain people like. Um, Ninth Gate was stupid. It was like a, you know, it's like Indiana Jones with the occult, and then it doesn't work well at all. And he's just kind of the same thing over and over again. You know, it just doesn't quite work for me. But it's just a very, very interesting kind of thing. Like Hugh Jackman, I don't really care for Hugh Jackman. Never really have. You know, Wolverine, I know Wolverine is a big thing for everybody. Wolverine's all right. You know, the X-Men are cool. There's so much more besides Wolverine. And I just, you know, Jackman, like even in Prisoners, he was doing a good job. But I still think in the end, I think he was really still kind of just channeling Wolverine. Um, so it's an interesting question. It's an interesting thought, you know. Who do you not really like as an actor or an actress? Who do you not like as a director? You know, but that you've seen something that, you're just like, wow, yeah, this is good. I can't, how can I argue with it, you know? It's the same kind of thing with, like, Terry Gilliam. As a director, I just can't get, I can't get into his stuff. It just doesn't work for me. I've tried a bunch of different things. They just don't, they just don't work for me. Um, I've yet, I think, to watch a Terry Gilliam movie that I really, really like. So it's just a very interesting thought process, and I would love to know... Um, I'd love to know other people's thoughts. I'd love to know other people's, you know, like, where are you at with it? What do you think about it? Who is that for you? You know, like a good, uh, you know, you know, maybe you don't write like Schwarzenegger. Well, you know, there's gotta be something of his that you like. You know, I know Rob doesn't really rate Stallone that well. Um, but he like, you know, he likes Rambo, you know. Uh, you know, I mean, so things like that, Demolition Man, right? So things like that just make it really, really interesting. And it would be really interesting to know what other people feel about that. Um, 
Not sure what I'm going to get into next. Thinking about Retribution uh, on Netflix, short six-parter. Um, thinking about re-going through The Fall with Gillian Anderson and Jamie Doran. I never got through the third season because it was so kind of disjointed when it came out as opposed to the rest of the show. Um, that Sean Bean, Frankenstein Chronicles or whatever it is on Netflix looks really, really interesting. Um, there's a bunch of different things. I'm trying hard to just keep watching diverse stuff. Um, I actually, one thing that I'm glad I didn't forget is I watched a movie called What We Become. It's a Danish film. It's a zombie movie. Short. It's only 80 minutes. Um, but it's not really about the zombies. It's more about this little kind of quiet suburban community and, and the, the one main family and a couple other people. Very, very interesting film. Um, doesn't do anything super unique. Doesn't do anything, you know, crazy by any means. But it really, really just kind of... It just worked really well. It was just really well done. And I was really, really pleased with it. Um, you know, I haven't watched a lot of foreign movies for quite a while, actually. And so, you know, mostly because when I sit down to watch a movie, I'm, you know, I'm it's later at night, this, that, and the other, and to concentrate with the subtitles, you know, to get the full experience. Just as <laughs> it's not quite the right time. So... You know, that's actually quite a bit. Uh, I know usually in my off-the-cuffs that I've done in the past, it's been limited to maybe three or four things, but I've actually watched a lot of good content lately. Uh, and I just, yeah, I, you know, I'm happy to share that because I, I, I encourage everyone to do that. If you see something good, you know, let, let others know. Um, in regards to Upchuck business, so this year's already flying by. We do have several episodes in the bag from this year. We actually still have a few even from last year, unfortunately. Between Dustin and myself, it's just been very busy, very crazy. Um, other things have been going on. I've been finalizing the editing of a feature movie that I've been fortunate enough to work on for the past eight months. So that's taken a lot of my time. Dustin's very busy between work and doing his other obligations with his voice acting classes that he helps with and stuff like that. Rob's always busy at work. So... You know, it's difficult, you know, we try to do our stuff all the time on Sundays, and we do all that kind of thing, but, you know, there's just always so many variables. Um, but we do have, I believe, five more episodes, including last season's Chucky's to still upload. Um, you know, Jimmy makes an appearance again. Uh, you know, so we've got a lot of stuff in the works, we've got a lot of stuff lined up. Um, you know, we're really hoping to be a little more thoughtful and thorough with the choices that we make this season. Uh, and we've got a lot of things that we want to do, you know, we're hoping to really kind of get this, this to be the time that we start taking off a little bit more. We think we deserve it and we appreciate everybody's support. Anybody that listens to me ramble now for almost a half an hour, you definitely are, uh, you know, one of the people that we appreciate. So please tell your friends about us, like us, share us, subscribe, do all that kind of thing. Um, you know, we, uh, you know, we, we need your support, you know, we need to, we need to know that people are out there. You know, it really does make a difference. Uh, you know, we do have some people that always tell us that, you know, we make their day better. We, you know, we make their day tolerable. We, li you know, they listen to everything we say. They look forward to it. You know, are you guys still doing it? Because you haven't been active for a while. So, you know, things like that really, it, it helps. It means a lot. You know, it's, 
you know, I work in sales now pretty much exclusively. And days that I don't get to talk to anybody, you know, they're brutal because I'm just kind of sitting there and I'm not really doing my job. I'm just kind of dialing the phone and hoping somebody picks up. Uh, you know, today I had a call. went really great. I think it'll go somewhere and, and I'll be able to make some money off of it and, you know, really help somebody out with their business. You know, but even though nothing happened today, it was a great call, you know. Killed an hour of my day, really made some progress, did something good, you know. And it helps. And it's the same kind of thing, you know, with you guys out there, you guys and gals out there who, you know, tell us that you listen to us, tell us that you like what you hear. You know, you've given us suggestions in the past. You know, always, you know, encourage us, you know, and always, you know, it's always nice to hear, you know, oh, yeah, I definitely listened to you guys. I heard that one. That was hilarious. This was great. This was great. Um, and not to suggest that everything we say is wonderful and every episode we do is the best, because there have been some ones that definitely could have been better or weren't as good as others. But it's just all about, I really just want to get across that we're grateful, that you know we do have people out there that listen, we do have people out there that care, we do have people that you know want to hear us, you know, we do have people that you know take time, you know, even if it's your drive commute where you got to go somewhere anyways, but you take that time with us. And we appreciate that. We appreciate that a lot. So I think that's it for now. I'm messing around with uh, FIFA 18. I wasn't even going to buy FIFA this year because I love my football. But when the heck do I have the time, you know, between every other game that I've ever played or that still ha- I am playing that I've never beaten, all the money I've wasted over the years, and then just trying to be more productive as an in-theory adult this year between... You know, trying to get back into my exercise train, trying to keep my writing going, trying to plan for more movie work, whatever the case may be. But EA, I think, is reeling still from Battlefront 2 sales. So there, everything's on sale. So I got it for 20 bucks. Can't beat that. You know, FIFA's a solid game. Uh, so I'll mess with it and I'll probably play it for a couple weeks and then I'll probably never touch it again. But compared to spending $30, as I usually do on it, only spending $20 on it. Still a pretty big steal. So that's it, guys, ladies, and everybody in between. Uh, rambled on enough for you here. Thank you so much for your time. As always, please like us, share subscribe, follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, uh, Podbean, our Tumblr that we never update that actually has UpchuckTheater.com attached to it. Get in touch with us, please. Um, you know, Let us know what you want, what you like, what you don't like. Thoughts, comments, suggestions. Anybody local you want to be a guest, let us know. Um, just all that good stuff, everybody. You know, we appreciate uh, we appreciate it all very, very much. So uh, that's it for now. Talk to you later. Thanks.